you know, it's not Karachi, this is not East Pakistan, this is not India, this is not Ireland, this is never records, this is never records, this is never records. And certainly me. In the crash, in the booth with never records. With 13 minutes. Across the ocean, from New York to Liverpool to Derry, we are the ones who believe that through joy we can forever live. You are not listening to Never Records on Blue Gold Radio 99.9 FM. Welcome to episode 68 of Never Records Radio. My name is Ted Riederer, and I'm an artist and musician who lives and works in New York City. From the Mississippi to the River Jordan, I've recorded musicians, poets, historians, aspiring writers. Anyone who wants to cut a vinyl record for free in my conceptual art project, Never Records. The Never Records archive continues to grow. To this date, there are over 500 recordings from more than seven cities around the world. For 68 weeks, we've worked our way backwards to the beginning, the very first Never Records, which took place in the rubble of one of the last great retail chains of the 20th century. Tower Records near Union Square in New York City. Let me describe this next recording to you. Long before the internet, before social media and streaming services. The Tower Records on the corner of Broadway and 4th Street was the encyclopedic source for any genre of music you could dream. It's hard for youngsters to envision a time when any style of music, any song, couldn't be conjured by typing titles into a search engine. But back in the old days, you had to hunt for music, disc dig, mail order it, Go to record conventions, concerts, and record stores like Tower, or my childhood church yesterday and today. You had to really want it, to earn it. And when you did get that record you'd been seeking, dropping the needle to groove was a sacrament. I'm told the jazz section of this particular Tower was one of the most definitive collections of commercially available music of its time. And so if you were a seeker, some esoteric jazz record with so-and-so on the drums and what's-his-name on the horn, they would know what records you saw. With its collapse, New York lost a temple of sorts, a mecca for music lovers. In December of 2009, three years after Tower closed, I got a call from Dan Cameron, curator and teacher extraordinaire, asking me if I'd be up for tackling an exhibition that was to take place in the abandoned Tower Records. 
a curatorial group called No Longer Empty, who specializes in activating vacant real estate, much in the tradition of New York's collab, had asked him for referrals for artists who might be a good fit for their music-based exhibition, Never Can Say Goodbye. I remember getting the call at the beginning of my walk from the subway to my bartending gig at Niagara Bar. By the time I got to work, nine New York City blocks later, I had made up my mind that I was going to turn the space back into a record store. And so in three short weeks, I devised my craziest plan to date. I got over 40 artists, musicians, and performers to collaborate, and with a lot of hard work, we filled that vacant space with record racks, poster racks, video screens, posters, a stage, and of course, records. Looking back now, I must have been mad. But I saw this as a chance to do something amazing. I don't think I slept for three weeks. Thank you. 
You are not listening to Never Records Radio. That was Azita with her track called True Believers, a theme song of sorts for this episode of Never Records Radio. I've known Azita for over 30 years, and we used to run around D.C. together. When they wouldn't let us in the shows because we were underage, we'd wait outside where the real action was. She's had an amazing musical career in her hometown of Chicago, first with her band The Scissor Girls, and then solo. She's on the brilliant label Drag City, and she's a fearless performer. I built a stage at that first Never Records, and James Rubio painted it. I paid for Azita's plane ticket out of my pocket, and she graciously agreed to come and perform one night back in January 2010. It was a special night for me. This is before I had the ability to cut records. So programming the stage was my way to express my love of live music, and Azita was one of the first people I wanted to perform. Let me describe this next recording to you. Never Records New York was such an amazing experience that could never be recreated. I was surrounded by a community of artists and musicians who were all as hungry as I was for a sense of art and community. New York City has a way of isolating artists. It's so expensive these days that most of us work to pay the rent for studios we can't afford and long to spend our precious free time working in. It's a paradox. This city's legendary culture was built with the availability of cheap cold water flats. In the 70s and 80s, you could work the door at a bar once a week and pay your rent, leaving the rest of the week for artistic experimentation and sex and drugs, of course. We were all struggling to pay our rent back in 2010, so it's remarkable that when I called friends like Azita, they came. I also called a musician friend from Boston, Kevin Micah, who performs under the name Animal Hospital.
You are not listening to Never Records. That was Animal Hospital with his track, And Ever. Kevin Micah is a one-man band. I asked him to perform with Azita and yours truly one night way back in 2010. Kevin builds massive soundscapes with loop machines, and it's clear to me he's an amazing composer. I remember standing in front of him in tower, letting a waterfall of sound wash over me. He's expanded his practice to include more musicians, in some cases, dozens of guitarists, who play his one-man band compositions. And I think it's a testament to his original ideas that they can sustain orchestral arrangements. Let me describe this next recording to you. The opening for No Longer Empty's Never Can Say Goodbye exhibition was like a dream. There was a line from Broadway to Lafayette for three hours. Carlo, Dan, and Hudson smoked weed from Nick Brooks's bong sculpture he made for my front counter, and Nick got kicked out by some jacked-up volunteer. The concert featuring Azita and Animal Hospital had a much smaller audience made up of friends and family who were standing amidst the record racks, and I performed as well. I was working on a set for solo guitar at the time for lack of a band. And it was a real treat to perform with Azita and Kevin. The song you're about to hear is based around a World War I air raid siren, and it's dedicated to my Uncle Dan, who was one of my role models.
You are not listening to Never Records Radio. track called Esprit that I recorded with the help of my friends Bill Fallon and Eric Michael Cohen. I played it at a short set at Never Records New York in 2010, along with Kevin Micah and Azita in the rubble of an abandoned Tower Records in New York City. Thank you for listening to Never Records Radio. For more information about Never Records, please visit neverrecords.net. This show would not be heard if it weren't for Scott Morfitt and Eli Klott at Blue Gold Radio, who put Never Records on the airwaves with support from the UW Eau Claire Foundation. listening to Never Records.